Welcome back. I just <laughs> felt like I needed to sing to start this episode off. I wanted to like go with it, but I, then I just I was like, wait, is it morning? And then I was like, oh, it is morning. And then I forgot to do anything at all. Welcome <laughs> to our podcast. It's called Big, Big Sis Energy. Energy. This is a podcast for people with emotions. Whether you have too many emotions or you don't know how to express them at all, you know which one you are. Mm-hmm. And just to be clear, because it was very confusing our last episode, I realized, I, Greta, am the one with far too many emotions coming out of every pore in my body. And Lauren is the one with lots of emotions, but she doesn't really know how to express them sometimes. And so just to be clear, because last time we were being ironic and flipping it, yeah. and that was very confusing. But we didn't have them on in, in the inside joke yet. But let's not encourage labeling ourselves. If you don't know who we are, we are big sisters, but we are also the co-founders of Blue Fever. Yeah. Blue Fever is a place to glow from the inside out. We believe that every person deserves to be their best self. So we created this company as a tool to help you navigate whatever life throws at you. But how do we do this? Well, one, this podcast. But typically, we do this through our glow guide, Blue, who text messages with you whenever you need. And Blue was made of us and other amazing people and then eventually you guys yeah so basically blue learns from every single person on blue fever and um and allows every single person to help every single person so just as a reminder we are not licensed therapists or coaches nar nar (laughs) (laughs) maybe we'll go back to school one day but as of now don't ask us for that official advice but you know we are we are big Big sisters. sisters And we want to pass on our big sisterly learnings and point of view to us because, as you guys know, our little siblings are way too on it to need our help. And, in fact, they, like, big sis us. So Yeah, true. So so we just figured maybe someone would care to learn some things. <laughs> the topic for today is finding your tribe. Hmm. Doesn't that sound cozy? It's bizarre because it sounds warm, but it also sounds a little bit intimidating. If you don't have yours yet, right? Yeah. So let's go into the definition um, of what, quote, finding your tribe means, which really means to clarify, um, it means finding your people. You know how when you watch Friends, if any of you watch Friends, you go like, those are their people. They just found their people and they all hang out together. I think about it a little differently. And like, well, just from the outside, right? Like, sure. you, you have your people the and they're one. like there for you. That's one version of a tribe. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We all like hang out together or, you know, you have, it's like my sister has like a crew. They call themselves a six pack. And it's like six <laughs> of them. The eye roll. And so it's like the group of people that you you have in your life, and they don't all live near each other. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's like friends in the coffee shop, the TV yeah. show, that live near each other, and they're in each other's stuff all the time. Yeah. Or just that group of friends that you've known forever. It could be a lot of different things. Or you could have multiple tribes. It could be smaller instead of yeah. one giant 10-person group or yeah. whatever. So it's the people. It's your crew, basically. Yeah. Like your people. I think of it, this is, it's the same but a slightly different distinction is like to me it is tribe implies like all the people in your tribe know each other but it Mm -hmm. can also be like your support network in general that is made up of like pods of people yeah because like I don't feel like I I, when I think about the tribes that I've had throughout my life right or that I have right now it's really never more than two other people but there could also be these two other people over here, but it's not like those two groups of people hang out. I just hang out with them in different situations kind of thing. This is just so Lauren right now. I'm just, like, smiling <laughs> so hard. Um, so let's go into the definition, and then we'll talk more about our tribes and how Where is this definition from? Tribe is joining a group that allows you to feel one of them, being one of several people who share your interests, who are glad to welcome you into their circle. That's a big one. Who, when they say we, mean you as well. Mm-hmm. That's powerful, mm-hmm. to be included in mm-hmm. the we. So this is Urban Dictionaries. A group of friends that becomes your family. Mm-hmm. The people that will be there for you no matter what and who you're guaranteed to have a good time with. Although people may not understand how close they are in their relationships with each other, it doesn't matter because they all understand it and love each other. I think that's really interesting that, that they group together the people who will be there for you no matter what and you're guaranteed to have a good time with. 
I don't always think that the people who are in my tribe, I'm always guaranteed to have a good no. time with. Because sometimes you have those tribe members who are like, these are my friends who I always sometimes have fun with. Sometimes they're going through something, too. Yeah. And then I have the tribe members who, like, if I got ever, like, put in jail, like, they would bail me out. They wouldn't be happy about it. We wouldn't have a good time about it. But they'd be like, Greta, like, I will come and pay your bail. Um, I also think that there's something really interesting with, with tribe. The word tribe, like, it... It hints at basically a group of people who have a, a culture that they share, right? And it could be, you know, in different thing in, in different ways, but culture meaning that you share the same set of ideals and beliefs that tie you together. Or a, a, a large enough set or a meaningful enough set. Yeah, and it and that and that a tribe gives you purpose. That culture gives you, like, a, a set of ground rules and a foundation um, around which you interact. I know that for me, I have friend groups where, like, I used to do theater, you guys, if you didn't know that. Um, and I used to do a lot of musical theater. What up to my nerds in the audience who also did, like, jazz choir, chamber choir, concert choir, you know, jazz band, whatever. I did, like, one of those. Which one? Choir. Couple choirs, just one choir. Church choir, just school choir, state choir. I did did church choir too. Mm -hmm. So that like you have like my like theater tribe, my music and theater tribe. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's like I have there's like a culture and a speak and an understanding among my like theater peeps, right? And then it's the same with like all the people we've been meeting in the technology world, right? Yeah, for sure. We've like built a tribe there, but like I talk very differently to those people than I talk to like my theater people. Except for Zoo. Except for what up, Zoo? I have a we have a friend named Zoo who is also part of the theater nerd tribe, but is also part of the tech tribe. Yeah, so he's but it one of the rare birds. But I think that like because I identify yeah because I identify with people around specific kind of like whatever I'm focused on in my life Mm -hmm. I I tend to do that Uh that like I you know it gives me a sense of purpose to be a part of those groups because we're all trying to be you know in jazz choir together or like we're all trying to put on the summer the spring musical together or we're all trying to build technology or whatever it might be and so you speak a common language and I think that's super that's what I've found in the tribes that I'm part of I think that's very accurate there's something here that um, goes against that and I think sometimes people confuse these two things and it's really important to point out um, Urban Dictionary goes on to say once a tribe is established they stay together forever and I'm like no they don't no they don't and I don't want you to expect that that's what's going to happen and that your tribe is like your be all end all for the rest of your life like the way Greta's talking about it right she had a tribe that they're putting on a show, right? I had a soccer team that I'm not going to be with forever, but it was like my family you at the time, be. right? You could be. I guess. <laughs> you could be playing oh. soccer when you're 80. Probably not with the same people, but you could be playing soccer when you're 80. That's true. <laughs> there are people that do that. Never say never. Never say never. So that I think is is really important that you have to be open to the flux of yourself within but tribes and and the people coming in and out of your tribes over time and like that's normal mm-hmm. and totally okay let's start with like because I feel like we just got ahead of ourselves and but I do want to get back to that why do we even want to be part of a tribe like why do we even why does it even matter why, why do I care so much I, I about think being part of a tribe it's fun but it's also biological I think because we, the purpose thing that you talked about is really important, but historically, we actually needed to be in tribes to survive. Can you expand upon that? Well, like thousands in, of like years on ago. on an island in the Amazons? There's no islands in the Amazons, but like, talk, um, talk about that. So, thousands of years ago, right, imagine we're all naked, pretty much. Okay, okay. is that how you're going to set the scene? Yeah. Also, your tea, your hair is in your tea. Oh, we're all naked. She's literally like seasoning her tea with her hair right Listen, now. I'm I'm channeling the the tribes of yesteryear. So <laughs> thousands of years ago we <laughs> had tribes tried. because we maybe had a little shelter that we built, but we didn't have like big cities that animals weren't in. And so we actually were being hunted by animals too. Like right now we're at the top of the food chain. But you had to actually have a group of people to protect each other. 
Right, because if you went off on your own, that mammoth would come and, like, eat you. Or that tiger. Yeah, probably not a mammoth. I don't know how... It could, they're, they're it could trample you. No, it could trample you. if you Yeah, okay, that of herd of mammoths could def trample like, you. Like, we've learned from the Lion King. Mufasa. We don't know if this is... Fa- yeah, I mean, Mufasa. Sorry. <laughs> Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. Uh, spoiler alert. But so here's the thing, is that, like, you... Do an Instagram poll right now. People... <laughs> Having a tribe meant you had safety and security. Yep. Because if you couldn't find food, someone in your tribe would find food and share it with you. If you are the small one in your tribe, the bigger one's going to protect you. Exactly. So from, and we've talked about this from on an innate level, it's a survival tool that when you come together in a group, you're not only, you know, getting physical safety and support, but you're also getting emotional safety yes. and support. And that's around is, the campfire at night. Which is, we're pack animals, right? Like we all like, think about like how you like go and like when, when I was in like middle school and high school and even college, it's like you all sleep over like in your one friend's room and all of you are like on the bed on the floor and you're like all together. It's like we're pack animals. We all want to be close together and that's not just because we all like each other so much it's fulfilling like a deep biological need um, because we feel super safe and secure and emotionally taken care of so that if you are feeling like we get a lot of people on blue fever talking about like I don't have friends and makes me really sad not everybody but some people saying I don't have friends it makes me really sad or my friend is like not talking to me or not responding to me you know you're not crazy for feeling really bad about that Mm -hmm. and even if like your parents or another friend's like that's not a big deal it's like no it actually is a big deal um it makes you it can make you feel really sad and alone and especially on text message or insta snap right like there's not a lot of other kind of cues like i could read someone's face if they're not saying something back to me and i could tell they're super stressed out it's not about me right but on text message like it's really hard for for you to tell so i think that like now more than ever it's super hard to find your tribe because on social media Mm -hmm. and in all these other places like what does having a tribe like really mean does it mean you all like are like the dope girls we love to talk about these chicks like you all get paid to go on vacations together you all have a certain number of like instagram likes follows you all shout each other out like is that true connection is it i don't know i mean two of them might have become best friends but if you look at it from the outside it's made up of this kind of these these external force that's brought them together and that's not exactly what you guys yeah. want well it's not I, what you're looking for I think that what I've noticed um in my in my experience of wanting a tribe so I guess we can go into story time now yeah, but let's do like, it. like when I desperately wanted a tribe it's when I felt most disconnected from myself like, when mm. I craved a tribe so badly mm. and tried to be a part, assimilate into, like, be a part of one or create one for myself, it's because I didn't feel connected to myself and I felt really lonely. Um, like, and I had a lack of, like, self-esteem and a lack of, like, clear purpose. What do you mean by connected to yourself? I mean that, like, okay, so when I graduated from college, okay, like, this is what I think about school. Like, if you're, like a kid you start school when you're five or maybe if you're a high achiever you're four go you lauren did okay so when you are in school from the age of four (laughs) to i just shot her a dirty look i think greta and i are breaking up right now but like from the age of four to let's say you're like if you finish college it's like 22 it's kind of like you're climbing a mountain and there's always like a foothold in there and a handhold and you're like climbing the mountain you're like okay i'm in like preschool and elementary school and then middle school and then high school and then college right Mm -hmm. or even if you or or say you don't go to college right maybe you experience this afterwards it's like you always know the next you always know that there's a next step because somebody lays it out in front of you now you're super stressed like will you get into that college will you get a job whatever but once you're done with school you're kind of like okay I just climbed to the top of the mountain and now like that mountain's done where do I go what do I do? Do I hop to the next mountain? Do I climb down this one? Like, what do I do now? And I think that time in my life, I felt disconnected from myself because my sense of purpose had always been achieve in school and do things in school and be a part of that world, right? So that I'm there. And then I felt disconnected from myself because my purpose had always been in in school. And I And then I went like, okay, what am I gonna do right because I had always like organized my life as such and I wasn't the person who was like I'm gonna be this when I grow up because I just wasn't that person I was like I'm gonna explore and I think I want to do this but I'm open to options Mm -hmm. 
So at that point in time, I felt disconnected from myself because it, I was growing into a new version of me. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful time, but it's a scary, scary, scary time. And I was like, I need a tribe. I need a purpose. I really was like, I need a purpose, and I'm going to get that through a tribe. I'm going to get that through being around other people mm-hmm. and working with other people because that's what I like. And so at the time, I was an actress, And I was doing musicals and other stuff, and I was, like, babysitting and just, like, making money wherever I could, like, make money. I think I was also writing for a publication, and I connected with a guy who I went to school with, and he was like, we're thinking about making this movie, and we don't have any chicks on the team, and, like, you know, maybe you should consider doing this because you're the only person who's ever made, like, a short film before on our team, should have been red flag number one. But I was like, yeah. And I started, like, hanging out with these guys. And I remember there was this one guy, and I won't say who it is, but this one guy who was on the team who I remember. They, I, we'd all went to school together, but not really super known each other well. And there's this one guy who I remember just, like, getting bad feelings about the first time I met him. Yeah. And he was on the team. And I just kind of repressed that feeling. And I was like, oh, my God, how great is this? Like, I'll build a tribe of these, like – dudes who will kind of be like my brothers and we'll like build this movie together and we'll like be best friends and they'll like kind of like look out for me I don't know what I was thinking and so I tried to create this tribe with these guys who were totally not my people and it ended up just being one of the most painful and hard experiences of my life because I was trying to force them to be my people and I always had expectations that they would be and I always banked on their potential but then they just always fell short and like made me feel really they didn't make me because you can nobody like makes you feel bad about yourself but like being around Mm -hmm. them I didn't feel good about myself and they said things to me Mm -hmm. like I've talked about like they made comments about my weight they made comments about you know different things and um I don't know it just was a really bad experience but I was like this can be my tribe it wasn't natural. It wasn't like we just clicked. It was forced. And only when I got through that terrible experience and learned a lot and I, I consciously said, like, this is the kind of person I want to be around. And at that point, I met Lauren. And at that point, I met all of these other incredible women who were working in film and who were artists and who were creating things with this group, this the group called Wimps. And and I remember walking into the, like, I remember when I first met Lauren, we were, for those of you who don't know, we were in line for a movie at the Sundance Film Festival, a movie that we both didn't get into. And I just remember, like, Lauren having this energy that was a bit triggering for me because it was so strong. Yeah, she had a bad feeling about me, too. No, I didn't. If you haven't listened to the last episode, I know I mentioned that, but it just was a very strong and palpable feeling. But I remember, like, the conversations that I had with her after the first meeting. And, like, we had this first phone conversation where we just talked for, like, an hour and a half. And I was like... I just gel with you. I remember like, pacing during these calls for some reason, and that's what that's what happens to me when I'm like really like in thinking about something hard. Yeah, yeah. And I and we didn't meet till we were 25, mm-hmm. and like that took me a while to find like my my oh, person. No, Given it away. No, people don't know. People um, don't know that we're 50. They could backtrack. <laughs> <laughs> but like JK. But JK, JK. No, we're not really 50. We're we like look 70. Great. We're like 75. <laughs> um, but I but it was just this really powerful like it was this really powerful connection where I wasn't trying to find a tribe. But I think the thing that was just so powerful is I set I I set an intention before I met Lauren. I said I want to meet a creative partner who I can like really collaborate with and I and, and I think that that made all the difference. It wasn't coming from a place of desperation of finding a tribe. It was coming from a place of, I know I don't want that tribe I tried to create. <laughs> I want I want somebody who I'm really going to gel with. And with Lauren, like, I got so much more than just creativity. Like, I mean, I got a lot of creativity, but I got, I got so much more. And I then was able to build a tribe with, with Lauren in so many different ways. I got to build many different tribes. And... That was because I was coming from a place of knowing myself a little bit better, a place of integrity, um, a place of knowing that I wasn't going to settle anymore because I was trying to force these guys to be my weird older brothers, even though we were the same age. I also think that had to do with the fact that I have an older brother who wasn't an older brother to me in the way that I wanted, and so I think I had some stuff there to work out. Yeah, I I, I just think that it, it can be such a mistake to find a tribe 
um, when you don't feel fully like yourself because then you fall into the wrong tribe, you know? How many of you have ever fallen to the wrong tribe and then you're here and you're just like, wait, this doesn't feel good, but I'm too afraid to leave, you mm-hmm. know? That happened to me in middle school too when I was with these girls who were kind of bitchy and like I was like, well, I'm safe because I have friends, but I don't feel good when I'm around you. And I think you'll know when you find your tribe because you feel good and it just feels easy. It feels really easy. Lauren just wrote toe <laughs> ring tribe on the board. Yo. Can you explain Spoiler that? alert. Sorry. I just, I want to. Are notes for myself? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Okay. I just want to preface this with, I don't have one story. I have like a bunch of different anecdotes from my life that I want to touch on that aren't as Oh, that's great. So do you have, yeah, do you have any together. questions or thoughts about like what I said before we jump? Yeah, sure. Like, like, does that make sense to you? It makes total sense. And I mean, you and I have had, we've talked about that a lot, but let me relive that conversation for everybody listening. Um, I think that it's super normal to be looking for something when you feel a certain way, but not necessarily What do you mean know. when you feel a certain way? Be more uh, specific. A negative way? Yeah. Um, lonely or confused about what you want in life or what you want to do, et cetera, and be exploring and trying to find those things. And it's never bad to try, you know, different groups of people but out in so terms of It's so scary to explore. It's so scary to, like, just be out there by yourself. Yeah. Especially when you don't feel good about yourself. For me, like, I just felt like... And then you're not showing up as your authentic self, and it's which, like... But if you don't show up as your authentic self, this is a big takeaway. If you don't show up as your authentic self, then how... Find is, people that aren't your tribe. Yeah, but then how is your tribe, your authentic tribe, going to find you if you're not being authentic? Yeah. Right? And I think also in high school, like, I tried not to be a theater nerd for, like, a hot second, and I didn't find my people. Mm. And then when I was just totally myself, mm-hmm. I just found the weirdest people to be friends with. Mm-hmm. And we were so – it was the best. Yeah. You know? Yeah, in high school, I had – Shout out to Stephanie and Scott. Thanks Aww, for being Stephanie so weird. Scott. Thanks for being so weird with me. I had a lot of um, fun friends who – I wouldn't call them my weirdo friends, but, like, I loved art class so much. And it wasn't where, like, my core tribe was, but my core tribe was actually two girls that lived on my street and I played soccer with, and we just had, like, the same sense of humor. It was one of those situations where you just – can't stop laughing you don't even really remember why you started laughing in the first place Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that grew to be really strong friendships that I still have today we've like gone through ups and downs but I would have this other group of people that I would go to art class with like my friends did not care about art (laughs) and I loved them and they were very different than my other friends and my sports friends etc and I loved like being exposed to the way that other people are around their tribe and a lot of them were like each other's tribe and I wasn't necessarily in it per se um but when we were in art class art class was one kind of tribe it's kind of like like you we were I was talking about like doing a musical it's like you have specific moments in time specific spaces and times where like you have a tribe like in art class or when you're doing a musical or when you're in a sports team it's like controlled by that and sometimes the tribe doesn't last outside of that circumstance or situation and it's not necessarily a bad thing but, no. like, enjoy it for what it is and know that, like, you can definitely, you know, um, you can definitely find that again. But, like, don't beat yourself up about it if it doesn't last. Also, as I'm looking back on the tribes that were a little bit more temporary, a little bit more organized, right? Mm-hmm. Not organized versus organic. Organic being, like, mm-hmm. you just met someone kind of randomly and became really good friends, blah, blah, blah. Organized being like a team, an art class, a play, a whatever, right? They're usually Jasper. guided by somebody. And that person, if they're really good at what they do, a coach or a director of a play mm-hmm. or an art teacher or whatever, mm-hmm. like this art teacher I had multiple times and she was so warm and accepting of everybody. Put up as her complete authentic self and that like permeated through the class and that safe space and like allowed us all to feel that way. If you don't have that type mm-hmm. of leader in that yeah. especially organized group, but sometimes in your mm-hmm. like organic group, then that's kind of a sign that it might not be like a fully healthy tribe. Yeah. I also think Lauren wrote something on the board. Sorry, spoiler spoiler alert. She wrote significant other, not tribe. <laughs> I think this is 
so important. an important thing. Your significant other isn't your tribe, and that gets really confusing. Why? Why? Because one person is not a tribe. Why? Because singular and plural. Why does that matter? Why does that matter? Because you have to have, like, you have to have more than just one person to go to because this is why we're creating Blue Fever. Like, if I just went and asked one person's opinion all the time and got one person's support and point of view all the time, I wouldn't get as much out of life. I wouldn't be as well-rounded. I maybe wouldn't get what I need because one person can't be everything to you. And also the way that somebody gives and receives is different, right? Gives and receives what? You got to be clear. Help, love, support, anything. So if you have one person, the likelihood of them being a perfect match for how uh, they receive your love and how you choose to give it Rarely. and how you and the flip, like the reverse of that, that is just astronomically difficult to find in the circle of people around you or honestly potentially in the world. I don't, I think that there's very, very, very few matches where you can just be like, I'm this person's everything Again, and whatever. Okay, this brings up a, another point that I want to talk about, which is like, we're talking about biologically, we are meant to live in groups. Yeah. And Western society, aka where we all live, if you live in Western society, like the United yeah. States, Western Europe, Western society has encouraged this idea of individualism, a.k.a. that the individual can do all these things by themselves, right? Like, you look at, like, oh, you can just be an influencer and, like, be super successful and have all these things and you did it all by yourself. Or entrepreneurs or, you know, you know, like, Columbus coming to America. It's a throwback. Like, just, you know, being, um, what's it called? A explorer and it's a sense of individualism but that individualism can be a good thing you should be your own person but it can also be in direct conflict with our biology of wanting to be in a tribe and wanting to be in a pack of people and so I think it gets really confusing when we talk about significant others and like that 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 we are taught like oh you should society says you should settle down and you should marry somebody or be with somebody one person but when in reality, like, and live with them. But in reality, like, we used to live in, in a whole group of people. Yeah. And we didn't rely on that one per- Maybe we had a husband or a wife or whatever, but we didn't rely on that one person for everything. We went to the different people in the tribe for everything. Because different people are good at different stuff. Right. But this sense of individualism is just, it's so confusing. It's also not defined accurately. Okay, so some people will, like, maybe look at somebody else and be like, wow, they have... It seems like they have everything and they're doing it alone. Oh, they're not okay, different doing thing. it alone. Different. Well, we can't prove it, but yes. Oftentimes, Often, I would say the often, likelihood is that that person here, is supported in some way that is not evident by way of Instagram or you meeting them so, for the first yeah. time. So I would say, actually, something in a conversation <laughs> I had with, with my boo recently about, like, I was like, look. He's in school right now, and he is like took this big test and mm-hmm. was like, everybody studied for this test, and they did really well, and they did it all on their own. And I'm like, you don't know that. I think it's just you don't know. I wouldn't make any assumptions yeah. about who has what, but like you literally don't know who has what support systems where. And, and some people have more support systems. Well, and he's than, all, than and, so, and some people need different kinds of support. Yes, I know that I have te- I have felt weak sometimes because I feel like I require a different level of support than other people in comparison to you I've told Daniel this a lot like because Lauren sometimes doesn't outwardly share her feelings like I'm like well Lauren just never struggles right but like but the reality is I'm getting support every single day when I go home from work right yeah and I have support in in other ways right Right. And I think that that's, it's just you never know what support someone has and to make an assumption that they're just killing it on their own right. is not true right. because they might have a, they might have a tribe elsewhere that you don't know about, mm-hmm. you know, they have resources because a tribe means resources. Resources mean help in some kind of way, yeah, whether that be emotional or, or whatever. connections, money, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You never know like whose family's paying for what. It's all a balance. Yeah. Like yeah, you just you just never ever know. Which brings us back to the significant other thing. Finding a significant other is not balance. Finding a significant it's not a tribe. other is one part of 
your life that you could potentially have or find value in and you need other people and other types of resources and I know sometimes it can be scary to have multiple because that means you have to manage more expectations and personalities and sometimes there's some anxiety there but to have that balance and the different resources is so important because you can't give everything you have to that one person and they can't give everything that they have to you. I just feel like Disney has ruined it for us because Disney makes it seem like you find that one person and then you're complete. Happily ever after? How did we grow up with that message and like end up okay? Are we okay? I don't think so. So, but what I was going to say is that once you find that significant other, like Lauren said, it can create a lot of problems because what if you forsake your tribe? Have you ever been that girl or that guy or that person who, or know somebody who they get a boyfriend or a girlfriend and all of a sudden they go bye-bye and they're nowhere. And then suddenly when they break up with that person, no tribe because they've just not paid any attention to the tribe. Or even they're just less often and like how that affects the other people around them. Like that balance becomes a new thing that everyone needs to create and talk about. That's the big, the big problem that we don't do. What? A relationship changes because someone else comes into the mix. Oftentimes, I, I, in, my, in my experience, like multiple times, it has been that if my friend got a boyfriend or I got a boyfriend, let's say, like I didn't sit down with my friends and talk about how like this is going to change, right? Well, because like, you don't know how, at like, that point. What's important to us exactly here or even once it started that's to change, su- that's right? That's such an uncomfortable conversation to it have. It is. Though. It is. But so like I can see three times in my life at least that I'm looking back at right now where it would have been valuable if I had realized that that's something that I could have done. Yeah. Even though it would have been really hard, like I could have found a way to do it, to start it off via text message, via whatever, or just recognize even the step of going, hey, people in my tribe, like, I just made the tribe shift, or one of you just made the tribe shift a little bit. Just want to let you know that, like, I still want to make sure that we're hanging out, and, like, I totally respect that you want to have this other person in your life, but, like, I miss you a little bit, like, let's hang out, right? I think that's so hard to do. Super, but super, super... So how do you do that, though, Relationship saving, But, but Lauren, how do you do that? I mean, this happened to me in high school. I'm sure, I think I've talked about it. Like, my best friend got a boyfriend, and then we had three best friends, and then Mm -hmm. she just, like, ditched us. And then we confronted her about it at one point, and she was like, what are you talking about? How did you guys confront her about it? We were in her room, and I think it just was like, well, we never see you anymore, and, like, that really sucks, and, like, we miss you. And she just was like, what are you talking about? Right. You know? And so your question like, is, how to so, do so that? So, like, how do you do and it And then well? what happened? Did you guys stay friends or no? Not really. Yeah. I like, mean, I think that, I think it's tough And I was so sad can, for years. Right. <laughs> because they can feel, and I've had similar situations. Because that was my tribe, and suddenly, like, you have a three-person tribe, and, and then, like, people, one, of them, dynamic. one of them leaves, and you're like, was I not good enough for you? Like, what, like... Did, I can understand that feeling, and I've had that feeling before, too. So let's take the situation from high school, right? And this is one approach, so it's not, it's not the be-all end-all. I'm not a coach but, or a but licensed it, therapist. But it's your big sis advice. Okay, here's my big sis advice. Big sis me. If you feel um, a little bit lonely or abandoned by somebody who previously was, like, really part of your tribe. Yeah, yeah. And that makes you feel hurt. That hurt is a totally valid feeling. Hard stop. So know that first off, Right. Those things are painful, period. Mm -hmm. Especially because you don't necessarily know why it's happening all the time. You could think, oh, am I not good enough like you just said? Or is this other person better than me and my friend who are still hanging out over Mm -hmm, here mm -hmm. that this other friend Mm -hmm. left? Um, However, from the perspective of the other person... They're not necessarily at all what other thinking person? the friend who, who left. Yeah. Who, I don't, I'm going to change up that Her language a little bit though. Her name's Kelly. So Kelly, who got the boyfriend. Yeah. Right? Okay. And is no longer hanging out with you two as much. Mm-hmm. Likely wasn't at all thinking this boyfriend is going to be better than hanging out with my friends. It is a totally different experience that I'm going to guess also was very new for Kelly. Mm-hmm. I mean, she'd always been a girl who had boyfriends, but nef- never one that, like, took over like this. Okay. Because we were also seniors in high school, and so, like, we could drive now and, like... Sure. You know what I mean? So lots, like, shifting yeah, and changing, yeah, yeah. whatever. Opportunities arise. 
Kelly's going, oh, this person likes me, or I like this person, or the two of us like each other. The boyfriend, her boyfriend. The boyfriend, let me see what happens there. And then you start walking in that direction, right? And having a conversation once you realize that you're going in that direction, like her to you guys would have been good. That would have been really self-aware of her. Very self-aware. I doubt that most people think, no. even think of that no. in in like high school, middle no. school, even college type time, right? Shoot, even as an adult. Even as an adult. So that's why I'm saying it right now is because as an adult, I realized that that would have been super actually simple and no matter what you would have said, as long as you're coming to it from a place not of anger at the other person if you can sit down and go like I just want to let you know whether you are Kelly or you are Greta and other friend right I want to let you know that I feel this way and what I would like to happen instead Mm -hmm. is is this if that's cool like can we figure out how to make that happen or what's important to you to keep with Mm -hmm. this relationship etc yeah I think you made a really well thank you for that Lauren I will uh retroactively use that I think that what is helpful is never saying, like, because you you touched on this, like, not being like, hey, Kelly, like, you did you, this, you, you did this. It's, it's more saying you speak from, this is such a helpful tip that I yeah. learned. Across anything. Across anything. Speak from your point of view. Yeah. Never say things about the other. If you're trying to get something across to somebody, don't talk about their actions. Talk about how you talk about your feelings. Your feelings, right? Your reactions. Your your reactions. Things. So it's uh-huh. like, hey, Kelly, I'm feeling right now like I never see you anymore, and it really makes me sad. And I would love to spend more time with you. I think that's yeah. what you're instructing me to do, mm-hmm. which is thank you, super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I'd love to spend more time with you. Like I really miss when we did when we used to sit and watch hours of the Disney Channel together. Right. And go to limited two, like or justice as you guys know it now. Like I'd love to, like I just am wondering how you're feeling because this is I've been feeling yeah. pretty sad about it. That's a, that's the perfect way to do it is then right. and then going I'm wondering how you're feeling instead of just being like fix that or right? or being like hey like you've been spending a lot of time with this is the wrong way you've been spending a lot of time with Corey boyfriend's name is Corey you've been spending a lot of time with Corey and you don't hang out with me and Rachel anymore mm-hmm. and we never see you and even at lunch you sit with him and even on the weekends you're with him and do like, you hate us now right yeah and then because Kelly's because you as you said like Kelly's probably going to feel super Kelly's, defensive and Ke- Kelly feels by the way guilty yeah and the way that it's going to come across is defense mechanism because there's not enough time to process that guilt in the face of somebody telling you you have fucked up my life well you've right you've messed up the tribe yeah that's what i'm saying multiple people i'm lives. saying like we had a tribe and you left the tribe that's i mean that's to, a lot to, of responsibility and to come back and then be like okay now i'm gonna apologize now i'm gonna grovel at their feet for two months and it's gonna be really painful and now that? they're not gonna want to hang out with my boyfriend at all and now i'm super confused right yeah and just taking a moment to say, what am I truly feeling? And what might they be feeling? And then ask them yeah. what that is. And then you have to come to a compromise because life is not going to always go back. Life is never going to go backwards. It's never going to go back to what it was before. It's always going to shift and change. And you have to be ready and it's, willing to go with it and say what you need in that change. It's always going to evolve. Your tribes are going to change, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. So this episode is, we've talked about finding your tribe, but it's really about how you find and, you know, exist in tribes, yeah. right? It's not just finding it, but I think that, you know, we could go into some, like, helpful tips of, like, we've talked about if your tribe changes, how to handle that. Right. But, like, how do you then, say your tribe changes, you need to find another one. How do you, like, what are some helpful tips to get through that? Mm-hmm. And I want to I want to go into that right now, yeah. unless you want to talk about your toe rings, because we didn't get to that yet. Yeah, I do want to talk about my toe ring tribe. Um, there was... A group of girls that I hung out with for a short period of time in middle school, transitioning into high school time period. And that were, is when toe rings were big, by the toe way. Toe rings were big. If you didn't have multiple rings on your toes, yeah. who were This is like late 90s, early 2000s, right? One of them I was super close with. Um, super close, was my best friend at the time. And the other ones were a little bit more tangential, like the, the rest of the group of people. The rest of the tribe. The rest of the tribe. And... 
Did you have to audition your toes to be in the toe ring? Def toe? not. Okay. This has nothing to do with toe rings other than this one piece of the story, okay. which was the definitive way that I realized I didn't want to be in that tribe anymore. <gasps> So, the tribe kind of happened naturally. I had a lot of fun with these people. But they we met in school? Were, they, we met in school, yeah. And we were interested in, like, Thanks. different... <laughs> we were kind of, I think, interested in different things by the end of the story. Because we were growing into, like... Oh, like, are you somebody that wants to play sports? Are you somebody that loves music? Are you somebody that... Loves animals. Loves makeup or animals. Or maybe you start or getting into... Or boys or not boys. Drugs or, girls or, or alcohol a little bit more oh, than yeah. another one. Like, True. that stuff starts to happen in this time period, and that Toe was kind of happening in here. I'm sorry. Toe rings are deaf or Can you just, like, let me tell the story right now? I'm just cracking myself up. Go. Okay. I'll just save them in my head. So one day... We go to the mall. Okay. These girls were not mean girls. Okay. They were fun, friendly, whatever. But there fun was an not. element of peer pressure that was kind of like natural, right? And somehow something happened where I felt peer pressured into shoplifting a toe ring. Yeah. And I did not expect this to- story to go there, so it was a shoplifting peer pressure ring situation of, for toe rings. Shop r- shoplifting ring for toe rings. Wow! It wasn't a thing that we did over and over again. It was just a thing that happened in this moment in time when we were in this store. But it was. Do to I need me, to call the store? And do you need to go like? Oh, the pay store knew. Oh, so, really? so is I I think I took so it. I took a bunch of stuff cheeky. into the like dressing room, tried it on. The toe ring was part of this. Somehow I decided I was going to do it, but I was, like, super nervous. Yeah, because it's illegal and wrong. Yeah, exactly, which I knew. and I, But I was like, I got to fit in. I felt the pressure. I wasn't necessarily consciously thinking that, right? But I was like, that's why I did I it. It was so me, against you tell me, the story me that as I never a person, knew. as yeah. you know. Well, Lauren, fun, fun fact. <laughs> Lauren, bring that back. Lauren, we used to do that, and we're like, we're going to do it all the time, and then we never did it again. Lauren and I need to get our singing bits Let's up. do it a little, right? One, two, three. Fun fact! That was, yeah, that was close. Okay. Um, that was a little bit. It was a little, we got to work on it. Yeah. Um, but, but Lauren hates peer pressure. Yeah. She hates when people this peer pressure. This is probably when it started. Other people, and she hates the feeling of being peer pressured. And so if I ever try to peer pressure Lauren, she gets really mad at me, even if it's like, for good things, you know? <laughs> true. Like, whenever I'm trying to be like, Lauren, it's really good for you to go to sleep early. It's really good for you, whatever. Lauren, I'll just be like, stop peer pressuring me. And, and, I'm, just like, and I'm just like, I'm trying to help you. Dude. I'm like, if you tell me, here's the problem I have. If you tell me something that I need to do, I'll be like, I want to do the opposite just because it's peer pressure. Anyway, so, so back to the story. Not to shop I'm, in the, I'm in the dressing room. I decide I'm going to, like, dig deep into my purse and put the toe ring at the yeah. bottom or some shit like that, right? To shoplift it. I do that. I walk out, like, with my friends. The security guy stops me. And I'm like, what the? He probably was like, oh, these group of girls, like, chuckling around the fucking toe rings, <laughs> then go into the thing. Something's up here. I know this. Yeah. This is a very clear sign that has been repeated many times. Something like that. And I was like, oh, shit. I got beat red. And I was just like, no, sir. I did not like steal anything, whatever. I don't know if he said toe ring or what. I don't know what he said. I don't remember. But I was just like, no. I did Greta's face right now. Her mouth is like wide open. And I was like, no, no, sir. And I knew at the time, I was like, this guy knows and he knows that I'm like freaking out. And he was just like, this girl's learned your lesson. I think he could tell. And he let me go and didn't like search my bag. And I was like, in my brain, I went, thank you, sir. I will never do that again. <laughs> and then I walked away, and I wasn't friends with them that much longer. I was, like, always friendly with them because I liked them as people, and they were always really nice to me. But I was just like, and that's not a thing I want to continue for the rest of my life. That is such a bad feeling. So when, when you feel bad like that that's not your because of peer pressure, that's when it's time to leave. Let's move on to what are practical things that you can do to help you find your tribe? All right. Organized things. Go ahead. Okay. So though my best girlfriends from high school were um, 
people that I met outside of playing soccer with, I became much closer to them because we played soccer together and I became close to other people because I ended up playing sports with them. And that is an organized thing that you can join that already exists to like jumpstart your tribalism. Organization <laughs> nation. Yeah. Because if you have like rules and places you need to be and things you do as a tribe, that's really, that's really, or with people that creates the tribe like feeling or art I or think, music yeah. theater or some kind of club. I think that the first thing, even before you do, I mean, that, I think that's great, oh, but okay. I think step one, that's okay. You were excited. I'm yeah, I was excited. really excited. I'm excited about the toe rings. Um, I think that like, I'm really, I'm going to get us toe rings now. Um, and if you We're guys bring want a toe ring, let me know. Um, I think it's like, okay, in the beginning, get in touch with yourself and go, where am I at right now? Mm-hmm. Am I at a place where I feel really lonely and desperate mm-hmm. and I really want friends like Greta was mm-hmm. <laughs> back in the Just day? start with knowing Like, that. start with being aware. Mm-hmm. Don't judge it. Because if no. you judge it, which I did, <laughs> then you go right. and you make bad decisions and you feel bad and you create more pressure on yourself than you need to. But going like, how do I actually feel right now? And once you're aware of that, go, okay, so I know I'm feeling a little bit lonely, feeling mm-hmm. a little bit desperate, mm-hmm. right? Or you're like, hey, I'm actually feeling very much myself right now and I feel very ready to meet my tribe. Maybe you start an organization. Right? You, yeah. You start you a club. So, like, understanding what do you want from a tribe? Like, what makes you feel really good when you do it? Is it playing soccer? Is it, you know, singing? It could not even be an organized thing. No. Like, painting by yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. And then go, where can I, like, so it's, like, being mindful, being self-aware. Find your inner tribe before you can find your tribe. Yeah. Not being judgmental of that. And then go, okay, if I really like doing these things, where can I find an organization of people that already exists who might be like that, right? Mm -hmm. So if I really love running, like, can I join, like, a Nike run club? Mm -hmm. Also, we're not being sponsored by Nike. I just know that they have run clubs. Call us Nike. Yeah, Nike, you should pay me for that, but I'm not being paid by anyone. (laughs) Um, but But I think that it's, like, a run club, if you know you really like painting, like, go do an art class. There are also things that don't cost a lot of money, mm-hmm. right? There are, like, art shops that do kind of, like, fun paint nights that don't cost anything. Find um, find a friend who maybe is posting on Instagram a lot. Find somebody who's posting on Instagram a lot who loves to paint and, like, connect with them. Share your art with them. You don't even have to paint with them. Yeah. It's just going, like, how can I connect with people who find joy in the things that I find joy in, mm-hmm. right? And that is going to give you, like, a sense of purpose, and those people are going to really feed that joy. Um, Can I add to this? Yeah. So interests are a really great place to start. Another thing that we might not all think about as much, but is really important to pause and do so, is what are important to you from a values perspective. So like, look back at your life and go, when have I had really strong reactions to how someone has treated me or how someone has treated others or what about my family do I love and not love what um when you were forced to shoplift a toe ring how did that make you feel is that the kind of thing you want to do for the rest of your life or not (laughs) just just look back and go like oh stealing not my thing oh peer pressure not my thing oh um supporting each other non-judgmentally that's my thing great and like Just write those things down, right? And write that down and write your interests down and go like, what are the best places to start that have the combo of those two things? Yeah. So once you get clear on all of those things, the next step's hard. I mean, all of it is hard to do. It takes a lot of like practice, but like be brave. When I created my first, when I tried to force create my first tribe that I was like, well, I don't really have anybody and I feel like I need somebody to protect me. So I'm going to surround myself with a group of incompetent (laughs) boys like, and I need a reason to, to prove that I'm, like, going to be smart and accomplished and, quote, make something of my life after, after school. Like, that kind of fear is not a good fear that drives you because it wasn't authentic, right? Like, it didn't, mm-hmm. it, like, forced me into a situation with people who did not bring out the best in me, and I did not bring out the best in them. And it just was, like, a lot of judgment and, like, forcing of myself as opposed to pushing myself. When I pushed myself to go to that group or pushed myself to go out for a drink with Lauren, which I was really nervous when we met in line, she's like, let's go grab food and a drink. And I was like, kind of scared. And it would have been much easier for me to just be like, no, I'm going to go back to my room or I'm going to go by myself somewhere else. Like I instead said, okay. And I went for it and it didn't feel 
bad, it just felt kind of scary, right? Whereas the other fear felt like bad. Like I felt bad about myself and I didn't feel like myself, like when Lauren stole the toe ring. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So how can blue and blue fever help you as you're trying to find your tribe? So you guys know that blue responds to like mood tags, some, some free reminder though, blue is the glow guide, digital personality, the glow guide who you text on blue fever and blue fever is your text message thread with us. If you have not signed up, sign up at bluefever.com and then you can do this stuff. You should really sign. Actually. Yeah. If you have not signed, if you have not signed up, go to textbf.com, um, and then you can sign up there. Okay. Then, so, so Lauren, you can do all these hashtags. Ready? Okay. Here we go. So, Lauren, tell us what are the top ones we can use. Okay. So, I recommend starting maybe with hashtag vent because that way you can get out kind of like you're talking to a diary, like you're writing down in a journal, let's say, about how you feel about this situation right now. Anything you're feeling about it, no matter what, is welcome there, and Blue will listen. Blue won't understand necessarily every single thing you say, by the way, but it's to help you. Yeah, but it's to help you really get those ideas out and then move on to whatever next step you need. Yeah, because if you keep all the, like, anxiety and stress inside of you about, like, finding your people and finding your tribe then it's like not going to make it as easy for you to find your tribe because we've talked about like you have to be your best self in order to like like you have to feel good inside to find the best people outside of you so get all that negative toxic stuff out tell blue about it will be non-judgmental and listen i think the next one it really depends on like where you're at in the scheme of things um so we recommend you know friendless if you're feeling really friendless um hashtag friendless hashtag lonely i would say Two, if you want to start with our step one, right, of getting in touch with your tribe, you have to get in touch with yourself, that mm-hmm, whole thing that mm-hmm, we were talking mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there are some hashtags like hashtag self-confidence and hashtag confidence and hashtag self-love mm-hmm. that can help you really get in touch with yourself. Yeah. And then do those lonely or friendless hashtags. Yeah. You can also explore more. Um, Blue has always hashtag more options, so check that out as well. Um I think that's it. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was such a fun episode. I feel like every episode I just learned so much about myself and about Lauren's criminal past. I didn't even realize how much my values were solidified on that day. Hashtag toe ring. Hashtag toe ring. Can we create hashtag toe ring? (laughs) Hashtag toe ring with the story about Lauren. Yeah. Great. Let's put criminal evidence in writing inside of our product. <laughs> Jokes, we won't do that, but maybe we just put a funny gif for that. I don't know. You guys can try it. Maybe we'll have put it up. Maybe we won't have. Maybe we'll be like, actually, let's. I'll go put a toe ring hashtag. Maybe on it'll right just now. be a link to like and an Etsy just, toe ring store. It's just you can for those people rings. who have actually made it to the end of this podcast right now. You I will find some sick toe ring for you on Etsy. Perfect. And you'll know that we are part of the toe ring tribe. What up? Peace out. Thank you. We love you. Glow forever. Bye.